Welcome, guys, again to another episode of the Financial Conversation. My name is Donnell. I'm the host of the conversation today. Today, we're back again with another episode. And this episode is something that I, I hear a lot of time with my clients when it's actually time to um, do taxes or planning or anything like that. It's always having to do with money, right? How money works, how do we keep money? How do we uh, make money grow? How do we actually save or invest for money to duplicate itself, right? So for instance, like if you actually look at the, the definition of how money works, it was a prime example in 2020 when everybody was told to stay at home, right? The, the money went, it was like really nothing because everybody was at home, nobody was shopping, bears of oil dropped to like nothing, right? So you get oil for like free. And now, you know, with the economy on a stall, everything backed up, no people were spending. Um, so the dollar has to circulate, right? It has to circulate. And in order for it to be able to be effective, it has to move, it has to exchange hands. So what? how it exchange hands in the form of debt, right? It forms a debt, that's how money is created, how it's generated. We borrow money from institutions to, to, to invest, to buy house, oh, okay. To invest, to buy houses, um, to hire people, to do things that we need to be able to do. Um, so all those things come into play when you actually talk about money, okay? So what is the four quadrants of, of money, right? So we have a quadrant. So quadrant is, is straight down. And I got this from the book of the cash flow quadrant. So I definitely want to recommend that you go in and purchase that book. What's going on, guys, on Facebook? Would you, would you purchase that book, The Cash Flow Quadrant by Robert Kiyosaki, and also The Rich Dead Poor Dead by Robert Kiyosaki. So in the left hand of the quadrant, right, that's where we actually see the most taxes being, penalty, being, being put on people, and that's an employee taxes, right? Because you're really um, working for somebody else. You're not creating anything. You're not doing, you're not having an incentive to get any type of credits or any type of tax benefits, no more than, you know, having a baby, having a family, and, and, you know, and doing those type of things for, you know, middle to lower class incomes. But once you get over the $100,000, two fifty dollars mark, then you're really in a big, big tax uh, deficit. And then you're actually going to be, you know, uh, having that burden affecting you even more, right? So we have employees, right? That's number one. We have employees. So an employee is somebody that works for someone else. Doesn't matter what level you are. You can be a CEO and still be an employee, right? Um, so the CEO of, of Coca-Cola, right? He's an employee, but the investor of Coca-Cola is Warren Buffett. He made more money than the CEO did as an investor. And he paid the least amount of taxes than the CEO of Coca-Cola. So that's kind of how it works, right? So we have the four quadrants. Let's go into it. Employee, and then we have self-employed right up, uh, up, uh, up under that. And what the self-employed individual is, is they are a step above the, the employee. They get some benefits of it, but again, they're at a higher tax bracket. They have to pay the entire portion of what's called the uh, self-employment taxes, right? Self-employment taxes, because you self-employed, you no one's taking it out of your check, and now you're gonna have it be about 40 to maybe 60% um, taxes on your income at that level, right? Then we actually get on the right side of the quadrant. That's what we want to make sure we be. It's where you actually have big business, right? 
Big Biz is defined by Mr. Kiyosaki. He, he said it's 500 employees or more. 500 employees or more. Like Amazon. That's big business. Like like Facebook. That's big business. Uh, Google, right? Walmart. Big business, right? Now you have the incentivized tax breaks that the government wants you to do because you're providing jobs. The government don't want to do that. You're providing housing. The government don't want to do that, right? So they want to incentivize up to do things that they don't want to do. Uh, energy, right? Like, you know, electric cars, EVs, things like that, that that's actually helping the economy, helping the, the people um, that the government want to do. That's why they give us tax breaks and incentives. So the tax code is only uh, an incentive-based program is actually showing you how to um, do what the government wants you to do and now they pay you for it. Then you run up under there is the is the sweet spot, right? The sweet spot is the investor. The investor really pays no taxes. Why is that? Because the investor money is always turning. They're not standing still. So again, when we actually talked about it before is money needs to circulate, right? When money stops circulating, then we have this, we have this big old backlog of stuff and it ain't really worth anything and now you have you know, stuff crashing, you know, back loss, not having enough supplies and food chains and all these things happen. Uh, again, we just seen that about two years ago when the COVID hit and everybody was forced to shut down, right? And now money wasn't circulating. It was just sitting still um, at a slower pace than normally be able to do. And that way we had this big old, big old crash, right? And so the government, what they had to do is they had to put money in, Pump, 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 in order for it to start circulating again, right? Spending more, spending more, spending more. And see, now, because we've done so much spending, we have to correct ourselves with now um, inflation that got so high, we have to correct ourselves now by actually doing what's called a recession or pulling the money back out of the economy so we can kind of slow down the inflation. And, I, and if you if you already seen it, gasoline, milk, egg, cheese, Bread, everything that you normally was buying a couple of years ago, man, it ain't got to the point where it's just like, I just rather eat, you know, McDonald's or something. It might be cheaper just to do that. I know it ain't healthy, right? It's not healthy, but it's affordable. Um, then try to go out and, and buy some buy some chicken, man. I don't listen. I went to the grocery store the other day and tried to get a pack of chicken wings. That was twenty dollars. I said twenty dollars, and it ain't even give you but like eight. I said that's crazy. <laughs> That is crazy, man. So I gotta know that this inflation, man, is 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 real, right? So, but now this thing is you know turning to the point where it's getting out of control. So the feds are raising interest rates, right? Housing people, people buying this, buying that, buying this. So to try to slow it down, we gotta pull money out of this system so we can actually kind of correct itself. And the way you do that is a forced recession, basically it's raising interest rate, drawing money. Um, uh, out of the out of the system, and now you'd be able to do that. But uh, for the for the sake of this, uh, we want to make sure we understand the money that we have, how we actually make it circulate in our own atmosphere, in our own economy, right? So now we have our our employee standpoint. Now the employee can actually go from employee to investor. They don't have to actually go through the whole quadrant. How? Because your income, you can actually start buying some things like real estate assets that actually going to get you those benefits, right? You can start a business. You can actually get into the section over there that's going to actually benefit you more because you have benefit from depreciation. You to benefit from amortization. Uh, you to benefit from cash flow, right? You, you benefit from all those sectors that uh, a big time investor do. You would benefit just by being able to get over to that side. So yeah, I work a job now, but now all my income from a job is being taxed real high. 
at the end of the year, when I when I file my taxes, I get all of the write-offs, the depreciation, uh, the, the amortizations, things like that that's going to affect and bring my income, my, my taxable income down and be able to have more money on hand, get refunds, things like that, right? Um, also, being able to protect your assets. Insurance is one of the things that we really don't talk about a lot, right? Uh, we talk about uh, car insurance. We talk about, you know, personal property. You see all these ads out here uh, about injuries and protecting your insurance, but your, your own life and your own personal being, um, you don't want, we don't really, we don't really talk about that in our community as much. Um, but that right there is actually going to be able to, to provide you the more stability because now you can actually have your money in a safe haven where it's not being drained by inflation because you had an interest rate that's, con that's competing with an inflation is not going down. It's going higher. So now you have your money working for each other. And now when you have it in these type of vehicles, like an insurance policy, you can actually use it as your own bank. You can actually go ahead and invest that money, pull some of that money out at a certain point. And now you can start putting into real estate. Now you can start putting into creating a business. Now you can start, uh, you know, paying off other types of debts or whatever without having to lose the money that's coming in. Right. So uh, one of my mentors, he's told me, say, hey, it's a system called buy, borrow, die. And I said, what are you talking about? I'm like, I didn't get that for a long time. Buy, borrow, die. And let me show you what that means. Real simple. So with all the income that you have in it, he said, all your income, because it's a, if it's earned income, you're going to be taxed high. But if you, all your income, you do it, you pushing it out and you buying assets. Everything that you bring in. Now, I know people can't do that because, again, some people's income is a little bit different. But I'm going to give you some, simple, some game on that as well, right? So I want to actually give you some game on how to do some of these things as well. So you can actually implement some of these things when you're actually out here. So, but I want to actually give you the concept so that you understand what, what the point purpose is, right? So you want to buy stuff. You want to, you know, create you an, enough money that you can start buying assets, right? Buying either, you know, real estate, property, land. You probably can do a joint venture, start a business, things like that. So you're going to buy assets that you can control. And now what you do is you borrow against that asset, and then you protect that asset with a life insurance policy. So in case you die, the ESO, so for instance, let me give you an example. So I, I have my money, 100000 I uh, put 20000 you know, whatever, out the taxes, whatever, and I put it down on a um, apartment, four-unit four unit building, right? And now I have the tenants in there that's paying the money down. I have cash flow going in. I borrow against that, right, well, from the bank, borrow against that, not paying any taxes on it because you don't pay taxes on borrowed money. Then I insure that with a life insurance policy. So when I do die, right, I'm actually living off the money that I'm borrowing because I don't have to pay taxes on it. So it's not really matter what I do with it. I can buy a car, I can buy something else or whatever because I made a loan. And now you know, something happens to me, the insurance policy that I make pays that asset off. It's actually go back to the kids. So when you buy something, you borrow against it to live off of, and then when you die, the insurance policy pays it off. So that's one of the powerful things that I see a lot of people do um, in a higher higher level of, uh, of income. And so um, I want to actually share that information with you. And so how do we get to that, Donnie? I'm like, yeah, well, that's good to, to know. That's good to do, but how do we implement that, right? So uh, one of the things now that we have this technology, now that we're able to work from anywhere in the world, right? We're able to create things like ebooks, courses, uh, things that people need on a daily basis, affiliate programs, things like that, right? So what I suggest is figure out what you like, 
what makes easy, something easy for you to do is hard for somebody else. Like for me, I don't, I can't make coffee. Like I just don't know how to make coffee. I don't drink coffee. I don't know how to make coffee. But if you, I want to learn, you can. I can get an ebook, the five basics of making a cup of coffee. Right? Um, it don't be too too strong. It won't be too weak. So if you give me a top five ways to make coffee, and I'm a coffee drinker or different types of coffee, like the best coffee roast out of, in the world. Right? Five five best coffee roasts from even either country. Now you have a product that you white label. Right? So now you got me an ebook. Hook me in. Right? You actually got a product that you white label, so you didn't have to pay anything for that. Once I buy the coffee from the, the vendors that you have, you get a commission on it over and over again. You only have to do it once. So that's just one stream. Now you've had a course about, hey, let's show you about the, co the coffee rolls, the beans, and how to, how to make it up from scratch, and what beans to buy, and how to grow the beans, and all that. So if I'm a coffee lover, and you're taking me on this particular journey, and you're doing that same thing over and over again, niching down, now you're being able to position yourself as an expert as coffee, and now you can actually create money over and over. So now I want to go to the coffee class. Then you can say, okay, we're going to do a wine tasting in a vineyard. I mean, in a coffee brewery company. Um, then we're going to pick out some some hops or roast it, whatever. And then we're going to go to uh, a mastermind class to actually show you how to become your own uh, coffee distributor. And now we, you know what I'm saying, now we want to make to a mastermind where we speak it on coffee around the world and we partner with Folgers and, 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 and Starbucks and now we're an ambassador to all it. So, you know what I'm saying? So now you didn't went from this to actually scaling your business. And now you, before you look at it a year or two now, you'd have made six hundred thousand dollars that is taxable because it's earned income. Now you can move that money from taxable, put an asset, right? Now you can buy that money, buy apartment complex, storage facility, trucks, anything like that that's depreciating, get out a life insurance policy because it's going to actually uh, help you protect that asset in case something happens to you or anything like that to your family. That asset's protected. You can pay, you can pay that off. So you're living on the money that you're borrowing against because you're taking your earned income and you're buying assets, borrowing against the assets to live on tax-free, and then putting an insurance policy on it so when you die, the insurance policy pays it. Now your children have an asset free and clear of any taxes, any inheritance tax, all those kind of things when you're actually talking about that, right? So, guys, I hope this was helpful for you guys. Um, I want to take a couple of questions that I had um, on the Facebook because I'm on here Facebook Live, and I wanted to ask a couple of questions about that when we actually going into the, the switch. So, what's going on, Facebook? I'm on here on the Financial Conversation Podcast, guys. I want to do a couple of questions. What questions do you have about um, the money quadrants, four quadrants of the money? Um, and then being, again, I actually got this from Robert Kiyosaki's uh, The Cashflow Quadrant. Uh, I do read a lot of books, and I actually kind of, you know, take those and actually uh, apply it. And I actually apply it to a lot of my clients that um, come to me to have these type of problems. Like, hey, I done made this much money, right? What the heck I do with it, right? Because if I don't spend it, I'm going to have to pay taxes on it. So I'd rather <laughs> spend it on something that's going to make me money than have to pay taxes on this money, right? So the faster that money go back out and, and, and making more money for you on a consistent basis that you can go back and have other assets to protect it, now you're building a true business. Now you're building a, you have a true plan. And this is what tax planning come into play. This is what financial education and financial literacy come into play. And now, okay, you can have a percentage of your money in, in real estate. You can have a percentage of your money in some, some stock. You can have a percentage of your money in commercial. You can have a percentage of your money in, in, in other kind of avenues, right? Uh, you know, uh, Airbnbs or, or, or hotels or, you know, co commodities or whatever you want to do, right? 
uh, lots and things like that. Like, so I've seen a lot of clients that I have um, buy, um, have what's called truckless uh, income. So they have truck parking lots. They just bought a lot that's empty, and truckers pay $40 to sleep there in the night. And now they got 100 trucks <laughs> paying on $40 a night. Now they got cash flow coming in over and over and over again. That's called passive income. So these things are out here. These things are new to us um, that haven't had the opportunity to understand how to create these things. But when you do make that stuff, what do you do with it? How do you forget? How do you um, get to where now how to make so much money? But Uncle Sam gonna knock on me. Uncle Sam gonna knock. But then on insurance, like I said, something happened to me. How my family gonna take over? Because now if you don't have a plan and you try to pass it, inheritance tax, probate, <laughs> debtors, collectors, mama them, cousin them, everybody coming for your money, right? And now what do your family have to actually um, build on, on point your name, right? Because we do everything for our last name. So um, this is something that was true to me. Uh, let me see if we got a question here. Uh, when, I don't think I have any right now. Uh, one of the questions I have is when do, when is a good time to uh, invest in uh, a life insurance policy? So one of the things I like to do, because I am licensed now, I'm a licensed insurance agent um, through four different states, Michigan, Tennessee, Alabama, Mississippi, and Georgia, uh, and Texas too, so that's five. Um, so now what we can do is we can see based on your income, based on what you're trying to do, what vehicle that's going to help you do what you're trying to do, right? Maybe it's a it's a whole life policy, a term policy, uh, an infinite banking policy that's going to help you do a lot of things with, you know, putting money in and, and actually using a lot of that money down the road to buy investments or shielding it from inflation like we have it now, putting some money in. Uh, without, without creating a modified endowment contract. So, it's a, you know, I will actually tell you to uh, reference a professional in your estate um, and be able to get that strategy session with them so they can kind of walk you through your personal situation so you know what's best for you, okay? Um, so that's all I got today, guys. I hope this was helpful. I hope you had a lot of information. And my name is Donnell Lovely. You can follow me on Instagram at Donnell Lovely. You can follow me on Facebook at Donnell Fitzgerald um, and also my Facebook uh, business page, Donnell Lovely. Also, I'm on YouTube for Donnell Lovely. And if you need a strategy session with me, you want to go one-on-one -on -one consultation, I'm going to have some time on my calendar. It's going to be in the link as well in the description where you can actually follow that information. If you need to set up your business, I have a partnership program that's going to help you set up all your business information. It's going to help you set up, do all your LLCs, all your formations, uh, your website, your designs, all those things for you. Reach out to me, hit me with a DM on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, all your socials um, at Donnell Lovely um, or Donnell Fitzgerald. And then we actually get on the call and that way we can do a one-on-one, -on -one, right? If you're in Atlanta, if you're in Atlanta this weekend, I'm doing a free master class this weekend on this same situation this same stuff learn about how money works learn about how asset works learn about how to avoid taxes this thing is going to be very very powerful so reach out um it's going to be this saturday the 24th in atlanta lawrenceville georgia at my office come out support and be able to get this information because you think for you is for somebody else and you'll be able to actually ask uh take advantage of this, and you can actually connect with me and some of my partners, all right? So, guys, I hope this, this is all for this episode. We'll see you soon, and we'll talk to you later. Peace.